This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. All right, here we are on One Bills Live on a Monday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. We mentioned in the last segment that the Bills-Dolphins game in Week 15 now has a day and time it is going to be Saturday night, prime time, December 17th, 8.15 p.m. on NFL Network. Fear not. If you are in the local viewing area in Buffalo, it will be on a local over-the-air channel. Uh, channel 7, I believe, is what I saw. And I like it for two reasons. One, it's one less day for the Dolphins to recover after playing out on the West Coast at the Chargers this week. They have to fly all the way cross-country, and then they have to be up here a day earlier the second reason I like it is because it is at night when the sun is down and the temperatures will be even colder. <laughs> oh, it's going to um, be cold. Here is the full Saturday triple header slate that the NFL has laid out for week 15. 1 p.m., Colts at Vikings. 4.30 p.m., Ravens at Browns. And then 8.15, Dolphins at Bills. And then Sunday, the game that got flexed into the Sunday nighttime slot is Giants at Commanders. The rematch of yesterday's game is the Sunday night game. They flex the Patriots-Raiders Sunday night football game out of the primetime slot and into the 4 p.m. slot. Uh, and you, you understand why they did that. Patriots-Raiders, it's like, yeah. Um, well, the, I'll say that. On, and what day was that, Sunday? That's the Sunday night game now well, the, on week 15. The Patriots-Raiders is the, is the 4 p.m. It got flexed out to 4 p.m. from Sunday night. I got to tell you, the 4 p.m. slot's the biggest slot of the weekend. Yeah, but... I wonder why they did that. Raiders-Patriots? I don't know. Maybe NBC's like, we don't want it. Can we get something better? Yeah, maybe. That may be. And they, you know, they had no be. problem taking Giants-Commanders, two giant television markets. You know what I mean? New York, Washington, D.C. They probably had something to do with it as well. Um, not that Boston and Las Vegas are tiny by any stretch, but yeah, who knows sometimes why they do what they do. Uh, we do want to get to the tweet sheet because we've been asking you all day today. Do you feel differently about the bills having the top seed at the end of the season than you did on Friday? Have your, has your mood changed, and in a good way, after yeah. all the help they got over the weekend? Are you more confident or less confident that they can hang on to it? Yeah, you know? five games to play, destiny in their own hands. We'll get to the comments in a second. We did tell you at the break that we would let you know the Dolphins are going to be making a move. This according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. They played last weekend 
without their top two offensive tackles, Teron Armstead and Austin Jackson, both of them were out injured, and it did play a role in them losing that game yesterday. It looks as though they might be without one of those tackles for an extended period of time because according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the Dolphins are going to be signing free agent veteran offensive tackle Eric Fisher. Um, So Fisher looks like he'll be headed to the Dolphins to serve as a stopgap measure there uh, because they're two backup offensive tackles yesterday, granted, against a good 49ers front, but they were having a rough day up there. Um, As you would expect. It was not pretty. It was not pretty at all. So it looks like Eric Fisher is on his way to Miami to help uh, plug a hole at the offensive tackle position for the Dolphins. So you're aware of that going into the Bills-Dolphins games a little over a week from now. But let's get to the tweet sheet, which, as always, is brought to you by Corrigan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. And Vito says, team is absolutely where it needs to be right now. The process is working. Um, okay. I mean, we're all happy they're in the top seed. The question is, do you feel more positive about that coming to fruition now come the end of the season than you did on Friday based on all the help they got? Cause there's no guarantees. They're going to get any more help the rest of the way. This right. past Sunday was a true confluence of events that <laughs> the bills needed to happen. I mean, even the Titans lost. This was, it's reminiscent of breaking the drought when everything had to fall their way. Yep. And, and it did. Um, and it, that involved the Bengals too. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, it feels a little bit fragile right now. The Bills have got a tough road down the stretch with the five games they've got. Certainly, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the Bill. I'm looking at the the Bears and saying, okay, they can beat the Bears. But the Jets and the Dolphins are the two teams that the Bills have lost to. The Bengals just came off beating the other team, who's in the favorite seat uh, for the AFC Championship, and the Chiefs. They just had an impressive win over them, and of course, the Bills. Uh, then they end up with the New England Patriots, which is a little bit like the Bears these days. But this is, it's much more difficult closing sequence of the season in the schedule with the Jets, Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, Patriots for the Bills than it is for you know the other the, the other team, the Chiefs. The Chiefs finish with the Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders. Good Lord! I mean, come on, man. That's a cakewalk. Now, the Seahawks are feisty. They're playing well. But the Texans? I mean, come on. And the Broncos? The Broncos can't score. No, and they don't have to. Well, I mean, the Broncos have got a good defense. But yeah, you've got to score more than nine. Right. They what lost they ten to nine yesterday to a backup quarterback. Right. The only chance the Broncos have in beating the Chiefs once of the two times they're going to play in the next four weeks is if they catch somehow lightning in a bottle offensively yeah so there is no chance then the Raiders okay Raiders maybe they rise up maybe the Raiders maybe have a shot at the end maybe to to do something the Raiders sitting there at five and seven and week 18 game against the Chiefs is going to be meaningful yeah if they beat the Rams Patriots Steelers and Niners in a row yeah okay maybe no (laughs) the Raiders are going to be Packed and ready to leave. Yeah. So, yeah, the Chiefs are rolling downhill to the they end of the season. They have one of the easiest remaining schedules, and it's not even close. Jeremy on the tweet sheet says, if they continue to play solid football, I feel better for sure. 
the next three weeks are crucial after Cincinnati doesn't seem done yet. Yeah, that is that is a game that looms large on a Buffalo schedule. Basically, the Dolphins and Bengals games are probably going to be two of the more difficult games coming up here for Buffalo. Well, the Jets game only because of Mike White and the uncertainty surrounding the quarterback of the Jets and his ability to score enough points to play, to win. But you're right. I mean, that's it. And we're looking at the graph kind of right now. Remaining schedule for the Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Dolphins. I mean, even the Baltimore Ravens don't, don't look well. They end up with the Bengals, but they go Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Yeah. My goodness. Well, the Chiefs and the Ravens, I know when I looked it up a week ago, had two of the three easiest remaining strength of schedules in the entire league. Forget about the AFC. Bengals, not so much, though. They got Cleveland, Tampa, New England, Buffalo, Baltimore. The Bengals could stumble a little bit in there. I mean, particularly, you hope they stumble against Buffalo, obviously. But, you know, Tampa Bay is a little bit of a wild card. Cleveland's got a nice roster. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Chris on the tweet sheet says, it's not surprising to me that they're back in first place, but I'm thrilled that even on a Sunday there's no Bills football. They still win. How much do they win, you might ask? Uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. He says, nobody had a better week 13 than the Bills. They had a potentially season-changing Sunday, even though they didn't play. The Bills week started with a strong road win, as we know. Um, So a lot changed, as we know, on Sunday. And because of it, The odds are back in Buffalo's favor. Last week, the Chiefs, as we know, took over as the Super Bowl favorites in Vegas. It was the first time all season the Bills were not in the top spot. That flipped after yesterday. The Bills are now at plus plus 375 to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs are plus 450. Eagles are plus 500. Followed by the Cowboys, Bengals, Niners, Dolphins, Vikings. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the, the game that the Bengals put together yesterday afternoon against the Chiefs was really, really impressive. Really impressive. And like I said earlier in the show, they were they went from five and four three weeks ago to eight and four after yesterday's win, and they looked good doing it. Um I'm surprised the Bengals aren't higher on the list. My you know, I've always poo-pooed the the Bengals' ability to put two good seasons back-to-back, and they're on their way now. How about this? The Bengals and the 49ers have the same odds, plus 1,100. How the hell do the 49ers have this, just as good a chance as the Bengals? They didn't even have a quarterback. Right, and their quarterback's out for the year. How is that? Help me with that, man. Well, here's the thing. This is not – this is not – and I've always said this about gambling odds and the way they do it. And I know I'm not a gambler, so you can, you can take what you want. Here's the thing. It is not an – all the odds are is an assessment, an accurate assessment of where public perception is for every team. And most people, 99% of the people in the world, only follow one team closely. Mm. The So – that per se- and those teams have differing fan bases that gamble different amounts of money on whatever it is. So you go to the the Cowboys always have a bigger swing because more people follow them. And same with the Giants, that kind of thing. So, so you're the, saying the 49ers are heavy betters? Is that well, what you're saying? San Francisco is a team that whatever they are move the needle a little bit more than the Bengals do. Okay, that's fair. And all the odds are is an assessment 
of where the gambling houses believe the money is, the public money is, and where the perception, how positive it is for each team. And yeah. most people are individual in their assessment of those teams. It's all about their team. Yeah. Speaking of how they feel about their team, MC on the tweet sheet says, I still feel the same. We still need to win out. Casey has a very easy schedule, and we have to play in Chicago and in Cincy with a suspect defensive backfield, poor tackling in an offense, playing below expectations. Wow, that's a little harsh. Um, what do you think about the need for Buffalo to win out? Can they afford any margin of error here the rest of the way in light of the schedule that you laid out for the Chiefs the rest of the way and knowing the schedule for the Bengals? The rest of the way. Well, I mean, you have a head-to-head in there with Cincinnati, obviously. It's like everything, Brownie. We're sitting here with five weeks to go. From this end of it, and after just watching and with our recency bias of what we just saw yesterday and over the weekend, say, yeah, they got to win out. I mean, from this end of it, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Keep your head down, keep winning, and just keep grinding away, yeah. and n- take none of these games for granted. Particularly the one you got this week. Right. Well, um, I don't. I'm not anticipating that, especially after they lost a game. They probably felt they should have won to the Jets in Week Nine. I mean, they gave that one away. All th- the Jets could, played good. Don't get me wrong, but they played the perfect game, and the Bills kind of messed it up. Let's let's think about this. This this Bills team is exactly who we think they are. They alone are the team that beats the Buffalo Bills. The Minnesota Vikings, you, couldn't, you can't ask for more fortuitous ending to that game to give them a victory here in Buffalo. The Miami game early in the season, Buffalo fans are completely frustrated about how that game transpired and the way it ended up. And the Jet game, you said it. The Bills were their own worst enemy. In all three of the Bills' losses this season, they have done it to themselves. Is that an issue that's going to happen to them going forward? Maybe. I don't know. Is there gonna, are they going to do that in a game where the team on the other side of the field is good enough to take advantage of it? It happened to them in Miami. It happened to them in New York. And it happened to them here against Minnesota. Yeah, there are teams out there that can take advantage of it when you give it to them. This team is their own worst enemy. That it was that way before the New England game this last week. We said, hey, they mind their P's and Q's. They're going to be fine. And they were. That game was never in doubt. That's where they're sitting today. That's the team yeah. that is in the number one seed right now. They are their own worst enemy. If they play hard, play free, and stay away from their own mistakes, nobody beats them. We'll take a break here. Come back with more of your thoughts on the tweet sheet and your phone calls next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.